Welcome to Playmakers, everyone. I'm Haley Elwood. It is week four, and the Los Angeles Chargers will take on the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football. So joining me is ESPN's Laura Rutledge. Laura, how are you? I'm great, Haley. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk with you. I actually remember... Being in San Diego, working for the Chargers, watching you with the Padres back, which feels like a million years ago, but really hasn't been. But since then, you've had really quite the rise. So when it comes to doing things like covering baseball, covering college football, recruiting, how did that maybe all of that add to kind of what you're doing now with both hosting NFL Live and also SEC Nation? Yeah, I think so much of the path that I've been fortunate to have so far has had to do with sort of gathering information and gathering experience along the way. So the time that I spent in San Diego, um, you can ask anybody that knows me. I absolutely love San Diego and I love uh, just being in California. And so it was it was so much fun to spend that time with the Padres. And, and I just got a ton of reps at that time. Mm-hmm. So I was 24. Um, so, you know, for that age to be able to get a bunch of reps, not only reporting, but also hosting was huge. And I was terrible and I had a long way to go, but um, I, I learned a lot. And then, you know, from there was able to get back into college football a little bit more. And I, I think now with the combination of reporting and hosting and different sports and different leagues and uh, all types of experience. I I find that I use that stuff every single day. And um, I also think that at the end of the day, one of the things that has helped me a lot and one of the things that I'm always trying to remind myself of is just that, you know, people at home want to feel that warmth from whoever's on the TV or or whoever they're listening to or whoever they're reading the person's article. I, I think that just being human and being kind and um, trying to always put that out there and having fun it is one of the best keys to all of this. I, I used to really beat myself up about mistakes and and sort of dwell on those things. And I'm trying now not to do that as much. And, and I do think it's made a difference for me. I love that too. And I think as we both know, this industry is so small and sometimes you never know, like when you talk about kindness, I say that a lot, like who you might run into at one point you might cross paths with later on down the road. And sometimes you just never know. So being kind is of the utmost importance, I would say. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to, I mentioned covering college football recruiting, scout.com. I actually did that back in the day and I loved it. And I just kind of wanted to touch on just how sort of covering high school football in a way is really an entree in and sort of a great way for maybe young journalists to kind of get in the business. Yeah, it's a great point. Um, I actually did my first sideline on web high school football broadcast, so broadcast online. And I was like, I had no idea what I was doing. I'd never done sideline before. And it, it was funny because I was, I mean, even just some of those first reports are so terrible, but it was baptism by fire and I learned a ton from it. And so I think I always recommend the same thing, you know, go and try to do anything at, at your high school or at a high school. Um, you know, the recruiting side is fascinating because it really is more of the scouting side and you have to understand yeah. the game at a higher level, I think, than you normally would. And that's helped me a lot. I still refer to so many of those things. The other thing too, is, you know, I covered Lamar Jackson when he was in, uh, in high school and, and when he was doing, you know, Nike camps up and down the state of Florida, um, you know, all of these guys that have gone on to have great success. I, I covered them all the way back in high school. Now they're in the NFL. So those connections, it, it, it's exactly like what you just said. Those connections just continue on and on. Um, and I think understanding where 
where players have come from in the high school level gives you a great layer of understanding that you wouldn't have otherwise had about them. So I, I find myself leaning on that a lot. But yes, I, I think high school football is one of the best ways to get started in this business. And there's so much passion and pride surrounding it that it, it really is a great example of, um, you know, just one of the great parts of football. How cool is that to see someone like Lamar Jackson, someone who you covered when he was in high school, have gone on to have the success that he's had now in the NFL? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I, I covered him in college, too, and actually did a couple of Thursday night games where we we had Louisville on, on ESPN. And it was funny because even at that time, you know, he was a he, he had won the Heisman Trophy or even the year that he was going to win the Heisman Trophy. And, and people still doubted him. People still thought, well, he's not your traditional quarterback. He doesn't just stand like a statue in the pocket and make all the throws. And, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking these people don't know him. They don't know <laughs> how hard he's worked to get to the point that he is at now and, and how much it matters to him. And I, I think that's still true for him. You know, you even look at this Ravens team and they get Rashad Bateman back and Miles Boykin back this week, but they've been so bereft of weapons with all their injuries. And yet still somehow he's making it work and still being Superman so often in, in the game. And I, I just think that speaks to obviously his skill set, right? We know about that, but just the persona and the drive that has always been part of him, you know, ever since he was even a child, you you can ask his mom about that. It's been there for a long, long time. So one of the really cool things I think that ESPN has is how women really head up their NFL programming. You know, I think of you, I think of Sam Ponder, Susie Culver. What does it mean to be part of that? Yeah. Um, I can't even believe it half the time. (laughs) The fact that you, you know, you would even like say that sentence and I'm I'm in that sentence is sort of shocking to me, but I'm, I'm so thankful that ESPN continues to make it a priority to put women in prominent spots. And and I think it's, it's a priority on some level and that's great, but it's also about them saying, Hey, these women have earned it. And these women are what we want as, as the best possible option to head up our NFL coverage. And, and, you know, for me as somebody who spent many years in college football and then you know, even back to my days in San Diego did actually cover the chargers at that point mm-hmm. too, and has had NFL ties, but wasn't, I've never been associated up until lately or the last couple of years with the NFL for them to give me this chance. And for them to say, we know that you can do this. And that even, um, believing in me probably more than I've believed in myself, I, I am so thankful for that. And I think that Um, When I look at the future for ESPN and the partnership with the NFL, it's an incredibly bright future and one that I'm so honored to be connected to. Um, So I I can't every single day, I I can't even describe walking into the NFL live studio, which is named after Chris Berman um, and and Tom Jackson. It's like, how do I get to do this every day? And I'm constantly amazed by it. It's something that um, I never take for granted. And, And I feel like if I were to take it for granted, then I don't deserve the position. But, you know, to your point, just really thankful also to be surrounded by other great women who are doing this as well. What do you really like about working on NFL Live and being part of the league in a sense now? You know, I think one of the things that means a lot to me is just being a part of a team and being with these guys and girls every single day. And, um, you know, Mina Kimes is like my idol. I think she's absolutely fantastic and and certainly um is somebody that is trailblazing beyond just the regular trailblazing right like right. she is truly the only person who does what she does 
as a football analyst and it's phenomenal to watch. And then to have Dan Orlovsky, who's the best in the game when it comes to XO and breaking down tape and um, bringing that analysis that is, is never surface level. It's always so intricate and deep with Dan. And I, I think it really teaches fans something. And Marcus Spears, who has been one of my best friends all the way back to 2015, when we first started working together at SEC Network, for us to be able to grow in these roles together and, and be there every day together. Um, you know, when we have Keyshawn in there and Adam Schefter and uh, just Ryan Clark, all of these great, great analysts who are so much fun. And I really, really enjoy that. And I think too, the, the other part of it that is exciting, you know, being part of this league and being associated with this league is probably the better way to put it. You've got news every single day. Yeah. There's always something going on. I can't tell you how many times our producer, Mark Eisman, will, will say, all right, so here's what we're doing. And we have multiple meetings throughout the day. I'm actually about to hop on one here shortly. Um, we, we Then we think we've got what's happening. Then something else happens. We have the whole show planned out and we change this, that, and the other. And then the whole thing blows up because Shefty says 30 seconds before, oh, I've got something. Yeah. <laughs> like okay well let's do that instead and just always being nimble and um you know delivering the latest news to the fans at 4 p.m every day on espn is such an incredible thrill and a joy for me yeah it is such a fluid situation working in the nfl because there's always something like you said <laughs> right you mentioned mina kime she is kind of like a unicorn in in her own sort of special way but what does she kind of bring to the panel in terms of just her insight and football knowledge too yeah, it's incredible. Um, I love watching games with her and watching her real-time uh, break down plays and analyze why a team would do this. And I, I think it's interesting because Mina is often associated with stats and, and next-level stats, right? Not just your regular stat information. And she's so good at that. She's so good at the NFL next-gen stats and explaining them and explaining what pass rush win rate actually means and why it matters and all of those things. But Maybe what gets lost sometimes, just her general ability to analyze football and to look at formations and to sit there and say, all right, they're doing this because of this. And they've got this player that you may not know about. And that's why they're really exploiting this matchup. It is it is so incredible to watch. And, and then the other part of that is that she's so extremely smart. So everything that she does, and we always joke about this and, and she gets annoyed with us, but Obviously, she's a Yale grad and she's just <laughs> eons beyond the rest of us intellectually, but she's so funny because she's so smart, right? She's got this great sense of humor. And so I think that's my other, if I, if I really were to pick, you know, one of the things that makes me happiest about spending time with her, it's, it's her sense of humor and watching her think things are funny. And she and I have a similar sense of humor. So a lot of times we think the same things are funny. Um, it really is incredible. I mean, I think we'll look back on, on Mina's career years from now and she'll be in history books as somebody that did something that had never happened before. Right. And, mm -hmm. and that's, it, it sounds obvious and it's true, but it's also remarkable as you watch it happening real time. She's also a really great writer. She just wrote a really awesome piece about a month ago or so on uh, chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert. I know that you're still kind of involved yes. with college football, obviously sec, but having now worked on NFL Live for a year, sort of what's really impressed you maybe from what Herbert did at Oregon to what he's done in the NFL now? 
I think so many of us, and I'm, I would include myself in this category, were wrong about Justin Herbert. And I'm so glad to admit that, right? <laughs> because I, I'm not sure if there are many quarterbacks that I root for more. Um, Mina's piece was so revealing. I'm sure a lot of your fans have, have read that piece, but you just get a peek inside what he really is and, and who he is and what drives him. Um, I, I will never not put my grocery cart away. <laughs> I, I always did that anyway, because I, I felt like I worried about karma. I'm like, oh no, I'm going <laughs> to get in trouble for this. Um, and, and, you know, you just think about somebody like him caring about things like that. You know, you've got to put your grocery cart away <laughs> after you go grocery shopping. But I think from a football standpoint, what we've seen is that um, he is he is next level when it comes to processing and what's happened to him in his career, you know, being forced into the game against the Chiefs even last year, last minute, he has no idea this is happening. And all of a sudden, boom, here you go, young man, you know, let's see what you got. And, and the Chargers were close in so many games that they probably should have won last season and didn't. Um, and this year is, in my opinion, sort of the... Um, the, the opportunity for them to take that next step. And they've already done it, right? We've already seen it. I think they have another chance on Monday night football against a really good Raiders team. And I, I don't know how I picked the chargers. So <laughs> I don't know how you, you can um, look at this game and, and not assume that they're going to be so competitive and probably win it. And a lot of that has to do with Herbert and his development. And I, I think where we really went wrong to sort of put a bow on that is that we looked at Oregon's offensive scheme and got too caught up in that and, and less about what Herbert was able to do and, and the, the potential that is there. And so it's been a great situation for him with the Chargers and um, Coach Staley, especially. But I really think that he is going to be a bona fide, already is, but will continue to be a bona fide NFL star and one of the best quarterbacks, hopefully for a long career here coming. Absolutely. And then lastly, Laura, you kind of mentioned it, but that Monday night matchup, it's a really good one this week between the Raiders mm. and the Chargers. You talked about it a little bit, but overall, what are you kind of expecting out of this one? Well, yeah, it, this division may be the best in football. And, you know, so much of the conversation coming into the season was, oh, well, the NFC West is the best, going to be the best division in football. I, I think we're seeing a little bit more separation in the NFC West than we are in the, the AFC West. I, when you look at, you know, what's happened with the Chargers and the Raiders so far this season, I think if you you go top to bottom, the, the Chargers have a better roster, right? And they, they have, I believe, um, a, a better group, but either way, this Raiders team's shown a ton of fight. Their defense has been significantly better, which was sort of what's been missing for the Raiders over these past few years. We always knew the offense could do it. John Gruden's been a great play caller and has been scheming it up for years, right? And that there, that was no different even last season, the season before. But um, I think this is going to be a high scoring back and forth, mm -hmm. despite the good defenses. I think these offenses may have the slight edge in that in that realm. And uh, listen, if you're a Chargers fan, you trust your team immensely after you saw what happened against the chiefs, you know, on Sunday and, and what you've seen from them in being able to win these games late and, and knowing that they're going to be in a fight and saying, we don't care because we've got this quarterback and Justin Herbert, that is such a difference maker. I cannot wait for this game. Uh, I did reveal, I did already pick the chargers, but <laughs> I, I do think this is going to be one of the great classics on Monday night football. And we've seen a few of those, you know, in these past few years. And, um, it's a stage that I believe these Chargers, this particular group is really ready for this year. Well, we are excited for it as well. Laura Relich, thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Haley.